de, de, de Colores Radio. The Colores Radio. Hello, ¿cómo están? Welcome to The Colores Radio. This is episode 25. We are a quarter. 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 <laughs> okay, happy Selena season still. As always, we appreciate you all listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is my one and only co-host... Rafael Tamayo. What's good? What's popping? <laughs> how are you? I'm doing well. I've, I've, I feel like I've fully recovered. I was about to say, have you fully recovered? Because it took me at least three days. I don't know that I've fully recovered, but I think I'm back in, in normal, normal operating mode. That's good. Yeah. Good place to be. I hope It you is. fully recover soon. Me too. Uh, we learned quite a bit about Rafa last episode. We sure did. We <laughs> we kept a secret for almost a year. That's a long time. It's a long time. Our sweet Rafa was in the the legendary Chi Oops iconic <laughs> Chicano <laughs> film Selena. And you were kind enough to share and open your heart about that experience and everything it meant to you. And everybody, I thought everybody was going to be shook in their response and everybody was emotional and touched and inspired. Yeah. So how do you feel? Um, I'm glad that that was the response that we seem to have gotten because to be a, like to be a hundred, mm -hmm. to be cien, al cien, al cien um, there were some things that I talked about that I hadn't really reflected on in a long, that I never actually really talked about. Um, you know, there's a few things here and there that I might have discussed with some people in the past, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, some stuff came out. Are you okay? You shared it with us? Like, are you? Yeah, no, I'm happy. I didn't feel like you shared too much. No, I okay, think good. you know. I didn't I'm, want I'm, you to feel that way. I wanted you to feel <laughs> no, like confident no, yeah, and okay yeah, yeah, with yeah. what you shared. I'm honestly like, you know, I I talk a lot of smack, but he do. I'm I'm like a I'm a fortress, and I yes. I there's some heavily guarded like emotion deep down somewhere in I love wherever. it. Uh, but um, yeah, no, I, I was comfortable, and cool. I think the the bigger picture to me, it's like if what I say is able to you know help someone or inspire or kind of motivate someone to do something or, or do you know take a different path or better themselves in whichever way, you know what I mean. Um, then I feel like it's worth it. And I feel like, you know, it was so. Yay. I have the Yippee. biggest smile on my face because <laughs> it really did mean so much to me. And so that reaction was not what I was expecting, but I, like you said, loved it more because it, it meant so much more and it made me feel good about what we have going here. And also just like honored to have been able to share that part of your life. So thank you again yeah. for being on our show, our secret oh, it was special a pleasure. Guest. I'd love to come back sometime. You wow, know. you should totally come uh, back, yeah. but maybe it's not in the budget, but like yeah. maybe one day. No, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something <laughs> out. We'll crunch some numbers. <laughs> um, so we also had our event 214 Selena that just passed and it was a May. Zing. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, we shared the surprise with the viewers that came to the screening, which was the first event of the weekend. Yeah. And the funniest part to me about that, which we'll talk about the event in its entirety in the juice, 
But when I said that to the audience at the beginning, the loudest person who responded was your brother Pee Wee. <laughs> Do you did. remember that? Yes, he he's like a shouted. Fool. He was like, "Oh my god!" I was yeah. like, "I am so tired." He's I didn't know that was Pee Wee. It was yeah. so funny. I was it like, was. I literally could not, but. It was great. So we'll talk more about 214 Selena during the juice. Our one-year anniversary show is in less than a month now. 17 days. Crazy. Very crazy. However, before we jump into the juice, Rafa. Yeah. Do you mind helping me out with something? Yeah. What's up? I actually need your wisdom. Oh, because I'm old. Okay, yes. I get it. Okay, well, yes. I wasn't she making this yes. ages, but you said that before I could deny it. Um, what? Okay, I need your feedback. Okay. I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy, <laughs> into how we are feeling right now, into the reality of our existence. I am so sorry if that made any sense. <laughs> she sounds like she's trying to do my voice. That's right. Pat's no, mad at us because we're peaking right now. You guys are ruining my hobbit. <laughs> hobbit. <laughs> That's she's, for later, honey. Y'all ain't ready for that. My whole bit. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way. We know how. <clears throat> Memes. It's time for meme mood. Let's hear it. Um, I don't know if mine's a... Well, it, it is a meme because he's been like dubbed over some other stuff. Oh my God. But I'm I have scared. to go with the little whiteboard. Ah! The yodeling kid. Ah! That I, was going to be my who you got. <laughs> That's yodeling. I mean, you could still. Yo, I heard he's going to be at Coachella. His name is Mason Ramsey. Mason yes. Ramsey. I, that little white boy got some pipes. He's singing some Hank Williams Jr., that y'all. little white boy got some pipes. And then, like, if you watch the video, he's tapping his little foot, you know. His little boot. Yeah, and he, he's like, you know, you could tell he's he's got it down, but you could sense the nerves in him. Oh, and he is just living his life. He's so yeah. long. He's very tall. He's a long kid. And then I saw yeah. this other tweet. Sorry, I'm stealing your <laughs> mean mood, apparently. <laughs> where they said, okay, little boy, who'd your parents vote for? I was like, <laughs> I'm dead. It was so funny. Yeah. No, but all, all jokes and stuff aside, it was... Uh, it, you know, it's a nice little heartwarming Entertaining. Video. Yeah. At very le- apparently, he's also... See, we could have put him in the juice because apparently I have a lot to say about him. Yeah. He's doing a concert at his local Walmart now. He is. <laughs> yeah, Walmart. Mm, so that means you have to do a concert at your local Walmart. Do I? Yep, that's what it means. Damn. As long as they don't roll back on that budget, though. Boy. Like, what them, what them Walmart checks looking like? Stop. I know y'all got that tax break. 45 hooked y'all up. Come on. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, thank you for your me mood. I, uh, my me mood, there are several to choose from. However, the first one that came across my mind is this one of a man carrying an obnoxiously large Jansport backpack. And it says, I'm sorry, I'm annoying. I'll pack my love and go. Yeah, I (laughs) love that one. And I sent it to someone who didn't text me back. Ooh. So, but he texted me. I mean, they texted me back eventually. <laughs> oh, what? oh shit. Okay. Anyways, that those are our <laughs> me moods for today. We have a really exciting interview today. We were blessed enough to have royalty, royalty, royalty come record with us. Literal, and I mean literal, Quintanilla blood. Savani Quintanilla, the real life 
son of A.B. Quintanilla, a.k.a. Principe Q, did us the honor of joining us on the Colores. So look forward to that a little bit later. But now that we have our me moods, we can officially begin the juice. El jugo. Um, so we start with the rough news, as always, to feel better towards the end, hopefully. Because there's enough bad things happening in the world. Um, I saw this on El Face. That apparently, I don't know if this was already a thing happening, and maybe you know how news like recirculates or something. Yeah. But apparently, police can shoot. Wow, this is like mad triggering. Um, can shoot and kill undocumented people as long as they're across the border. So that's really um, concerning and disgusting and. Not surprising, of course, but it's mm. like when you still see this crap, you're like, for real? Like, that's how inhumane we are? Yeah. Like, I, 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 I mean, I'm at a loss for words, for one. Yeah. But when, when do we realize, you know, that we're not, we're not playing by, like, there's no book. We're not playing by any book. Right. We're not, our values are, are, we're ripped away from who we were as Americans. You know, not to say that we were founded on the most just of ideals, but we at least had the framework that we could at some point better our society for the, you know. Yeah. I think the weird and uncomfortable thing is that like, or to me, one of the worst things is that like, I've only been to the border, like besides when I was a kid and we drive to Mexico, like, I went to Brownsville more recently and seeing how many of those like border patrol and ice and all those people down there are look just like me. Yeah. Just like you and me. Like that's the most disturbing part to me. Cause I'm like, how much self hate is there inside you? And like, <clears throat> damn, the system got you good for you to see someone that looks just like you and be like, pow, like it's so terrifying and heartbreaking and i i really just i don't know like i don't understand it because i'm not any kind of violent person whatsoever but i'm just like mind blown by this shit and it is so frustrating yeah i still don't understand like i went to high school with with someone um and i won't put this person's name out there mm -hmm. but i say name because you know they had a very hispanic sounding mexican sounding latino spanish mm -hmm. name uh whatever whatever and i say the i'm having trouble saying this because this person hated everything about the culture that she was mm -hmm. and so she was mexican-american but if you asked her what she was she would let you know that she was american and you did not pronounce her name the way it was meant to be pronounced you would pronounce it in the English way. Wow. And so it was little things like that. And so any time that any kind of conversation ever came up where it regarded this particular part of this person's identity, because you can't, you can't get rid of that. You can't get rid of who you were or mm. how you came to be, the people as that came before you. As much as you tried you. to, Ted Cruz. Yeah. And so there was so much like anger in what people perceived this person as because this person ended up identifying with an idea of what she thought she was. And she thought that it meant that she had to like get rid of everything that made up her family and, and her roots and all of that. And it was just, 
I mean, it was disgusting and angering at first, but I think towards the end, I just like I felt bad. I felt sorry because yeah, it was like there's not much more you can. Yeah, but. and it's like you could be as American as you want, but I promise you, when it comes down to like if when it comes to the end times and they're looking for Americans, they're not gonna come to you, boo. Mm-mm. Like you're not gonna be the no, the not. model citizen that they look for. <sighs> so, anyways, that hearing that was um, devastating. Apparently, our crappy governor, Greg Abbott, also is allowing the National Guard to go to the border because, you know, all undocumented people are evil and just trying to commit crimes here. Um, So, I want to say fuck ICE, fuck Border Patrol, (laughs) and let's try and get a new governor. Let's go vote in November, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Every time I hear ice, I always th- I told you the joke about ice when I was at my friend's party. I'm scared. What is it? I don't remember. No, so I have a friend, um, and if anyone is around Oak Cliff, you probably know him, a uh, short Mexican dude named Gabe, okay. but we share the same birthday, and so, like, same birthday, same year, and all that, and so I remember when we found this out, he had a birthday party at his house, so I went, and this was when I had first, like, got to know who he was, and I show up with my friends and my, my posse, and we, you Your know, we crew. bring, yeah, we bring, like, uh, drinks and stuff and so I'm talking to him in the kitchen putting stuff in the cooler and he's like he comes up to me like real like sneaky like like yo Ralph um, you think you go get me some ice and I was like bro um, I was like stunned right and I was like I don't really get down like that <laughs> but let me make some phone calls and, and maybe I know Shut someone up. and so he looks at me like really weird like what are you talking about I was like I was like bro like we drink and that's it. Like, you know, we don't really mess with ice. Like, I don't. Oh, my God. And he was like, what do you mean you don't mess with ice? And I was like, how? Are, and then he's like, how are we going to keep the beer cold? And I was like, oh, my God, you mean. Bruh. Like, There's ice. many ice analogies. Yeah. So I thought he was talking about meth. <laughs> he's talking about literal ice. He's like, I just want to keep it cold. And you're like, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm on no, some I Breaking got, Bad shit. I got the plug for that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me holler. Yo, I need Let a 10 pound Fiesta. bag of ice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Sorry so, to detract. No, I mean, we funny. needed to hear it. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> uh, this is odd. Facebook. Basically, I can't trust anyone to put it through. I didn't trust Facebook. I but never seeing did. just how much they have on us is also very terrifying everything is terrifying trust nobody listen to that colores radio and maybe feel better but also what the hell so Um, also people are mad sorry because facebook apparently with their new um i guess update to data sharing policies or whatever tinder was crashing so people were mad because they couldn't they couldn't get their uh appointments going you know and so they were rather bothered by that but also it came out that facebook was also giving info out to ice which is mad sketch and Mm -mm. disgusting and then they just had a bunch of information on everybody and archived like pages of our life what is that Uh, maybe i heard this and it was a rumor but uh 45 was saying something about undocumented um americans having to supply like the last five years of history yeah so that was true i have he is saying that he wants everybody to give their social media i don't know if it's officially a thing now 
But yes, that is a thing. I don't Twitter, know that it goes. How can you not suspend this fool's account? I don't know. They don't care because they're all low-key okay with it. Just like how Netflix made a documentary about him. Anyways, so... I watched it. It was good. That's actually my who you got. Psych! Never that. Never that. I, I, would, don't even I play. would boycott Netflix, but The Office is <laughs> But their shows are really good sometimes. Yeah. Um, anyways, also fuck Facebook because <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, you already, we already knew you were a little bit crooked. I'm sorry. When you said that, I thought you meant like a fuck face book. That too. <laughs> uh, definitely not what I meant. But geez, like, oh, and it's so scary because I've already been mad, like, uh, creeped out because anytime I'm talking about things, the ads appear. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. You'll be like, mm, McDonald's chicken nuggets sound good. All of a sudden, your ads have McDonald's chicken nuggets on them. And I don't really know what to do because I feel like maybe this episode won't come out because they know we're on to them. I be thinking stuff and it just pops up. It's scary. It does. Like now I feel like just I'm going to just think stuff to see. Are you like, for real? I'm serious. No, I once was, you showed me that thing, I turned everything off for advertising. I'm telling online. you, yeah. I like I th- I literally think stuff. But like I don't even look stuff up. Like one time I was watching Queen of the South and an ad popped up. I didn't even mention the name of the show. But see, did I not think, say anything. <clears throat> but it's like, is it connected in some way that we don't? It has know? to be. I mean, honestly, like okay. So my thing is, if you think of something that, like, if some information leaks, where or it's on the same router. Well, no, not even that. Like, think of the most complex and complicated and technologically advanced like thing that you can think of and some information that might leak about stuff that's happening whether it's russian hacking whether it's uh snowden whether it's any of this stuff and then be like process it and then tell yourself yeah this is actually happening well what i do is i say well yes this is true and it's all happening but we were probably at that point technologically wise 20 or 30 years ago so now i understand how everything's connected and they have like predictive everything they have ai they have algorithms to determine anything so i'm not a difficult person to figure out so i feel like if most of my life is out on the internet through social media through email through what i watch and everything's connected from my smart tv to my phone to Mm. my car to my job and all of that there's algorithms and there's all kinds of technology that bets on guessing what i'm going to like or what i'm going to be into it's scary it is scary but at the, I'm what do we like, do cry i i don't cry but if i could i would oh jesus christ yeah anyways who do you trust be careful Nobody. out there I feel like they already have all our information. If Facebook had it. <laughs> For real. The Matrix was a documentary, yeah. folks. <laughs> Jesus. Um, in some lighter news, this is kind of old, but it was very exciting to me. Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Don't know if y'all have ever heard of them. He was posted up at the Mexico-Croatia game, soccer game, here in... Foot, football. Football. Uh-oh. Pat's dropping stuff. She's angry at us because we're peeking. Pat, I'm sorry. No, it fell over by itself. I don't know Pat, that we happened. love you. You know we love you, right? That and our, our I'm listeners tired of both know of you. That. Let's keep going. <laughs> that was a ghost. 
Zach Prescott was seen cheering, living his best life at the Mexico-Croatia game in Arlington, Texas, home of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I thought this was hysterical. I was about to curse, and I didn't. And I loved it. I was like, I never saw Tony Romo in no kind of Mexico gear, and his name is Antonio Romo. But we'll see Dak Prescott posted up, cheering on Mexico, knowing who his fans are. And I, it warmed my little heart. I was like, you know what? I'm excited for you and your whole career. I'm glad that you're a Cowboys fan now. I've always been a Cowboys fan. I'm a realist. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just because I don't suck their footballs. <laughs> Eva Arreguin, my nephew listens to us. <sighs> Nephews. All of them? All of them. No, them yeah, and then your nephews? Anyways, I mean, but really, just because I'm not like... But because Cowboys fans are very unique, right? Like, they're either like, we're going to win the championship or I hate them. And I'm not. I'm a nice balance. Right. I don't of, group myself with all fans. But I think if you're a fan and 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 a realist it doesn't mean that you have to be a certain way like am i a granted, certain way no i'm saying you're like uh you said that you weren't all about them but then i am all about them but i'm not like going to pretend that they right they're not great they're right, not a good team which is where like people i think mess up because they're oh, not yeah. realistic and oh, i yeah, am no, realistic. I get it. i'm always a cowboys fan for life okay but okay then we're on the same page i'm not one of those this is our year kind of guys right i got you okay. or the kind that are like they're not winning so i hate them like i'm not gonna hate them they're okay. my hometown team i get it i'm with y'all but i'm not gonna stress out and also get a tattoo of them saying they're gonna win the championship <laughs> when like boo boo no we're not yeah. let's be real okay. anyways so All i thought right. that was cool for dak to be supporting mexico and I was like, you know what, buddy? I might just like buy your jersey. Or he understands one day. the importance. He knows who Mexico is watching in the NFL and who they support. So he's a smart man. Smart man. Thanks for supporting Mexico. Uh, then, Dakota. what did you say? Thanks for supporting Mexico, Dakota. It's like, oh, that's his full name. Yeah, Dakota. Oh, whoops, I'm just stacking him. Uh, <laughs> Pat's making this waka la face. No, because I didn't know that was his real name. Yeah. Waka waka eh eh. Um. We have a huge election coming in November to, in Texas, and Beto O'Rourke, I can't even say Beto, I'm going to say Beto, because Be I, Beto, yeah. Beto, that's not Beto, that's Beto. That sounds Beto. Bro, you sound like a little kid with a, that can't <laughs> say better. things right. Oh my gosh. Um, basically, he shook uh, Ted Cruz because he raised a bunch of money. And so Ted Cruz is like, oh, my God, he can't even handle Texas right now. And Beto's like, yes, I can, sis. Look at this budget, though. So that's my translation of the news article. <laughs> he ranked, he, uh, what's the word? Beto raked in $6.7 million. Ooh. That's money. I make it rain. I make it rain. Yeah, no kidding. So, of course, Ted Cruz is shook because he's like, oh, shit. This person might have just did something, basically. Yeah. And so, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm not telling you who to vote for, but I'm telling you who to not vote for. So, go vote in November, which also makes me think of the fact that I saw a... I met a real-life personal hero yesterday... And I feel like I'm blessed for life now. It's a big deal. 
It's a fucking huge deal. Stop cursing, Eva. I can't. If I don't get jobs because I curse so much, just let me know and I'll stop probably. No, Actually, won't. there's a study that says people that curse more are more intelligent Thank and you. more successful. Fuck yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Fuck yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, go, go. But wait till you're old and like yeah, an adult and exactly. whatever. And also be professional. I don't curse at like work or like yeah. in front of kids. Like, could you tell us why you want this job, ma'am? Well, first of fucking all, <laughs> I want to pop motherfucking bottles with you right there, bitch. Okay, uh, so sorry, my We're mom. We're going off listen. on the deep end. I, I know. We need to bring it back. Bring I'm it so back. Sorry. Reel it in. So Dolores Huerta went to UNT. They screened her documentary, and I was like, "I'm finna post up." That's my alma mater, and also like the very first Chicano class I ever like took. I had to do a big report over a figure. I have always, always, always grasped for any ounce of my culture I could find in history books. Like throughout all my education, I was always looking for people that look like me. And it wasn't until my sophomore year in college that I took my very first Chicano class and I chose her. I had never heard of her before. I had never seen her before. And I did this like five minute speech presentation over her. And so I like obviously fell in love with her for reasons. So go to PBS.org or just look up the Dolores documentary so you can learn her story if you haven't already. I know we've mentioned her probably several times on here. Um, I'm like so cheesy. My background is like so basic Chicanx AF. It's Selena, Frida and... Um, Dolores, the mural that's in LA that I didn't see when we went, but it's fine. <laughs> like, Pat and I saw it. Yes, I know. <laughs> and I somehow didn't. But like this person has just meant so much to me. And to me, like, even though I didn't agree with like how she was campaigning during the last presidential election or whatever, like we're off laws. We're not all going to agree, but it was still to meet someone with so much power yeah. and shake their hand. <laughs> I was like, what did I do? Like, I just felt like, am I even worthy? And it also felt like full circle for me because yeah. I don't know if you've heard of us, but the name of our podcast is The Colores Radio. Preach. And The Colores was obviously a song we all learned as kids or whatever, but it was also a chant they used during these civil rights marches. And they played it during the movie and I was like, I'm yeah. going to cry. But yeah, I did there's audio I of like the like, United Farm Workers singing it. But it yeah. was just like so powerful to me because then I was able to share that with her. And so when I waited and met, up, met with her, I was able to say, hey, because everything they talk about in the movie is like everything I felt, which is just like, we don't learn about her in the history books. She wants to inspire young girls. She mm -hmm. wanted da, da, da. And I'm like, sis, we literally started this whole movement because of you. And I was able to tell her that. And I was able to thank her for all her work and for inspiring uh, me and telling her that she was a big admiration. Like, I admire her so deeply. And she was like, I admire you. And I was like, no, you don't. Stop. But it was just so moving. And I'm just really grateful to have been able but to see, that's my, tell that, her thank you. Like, thank that's you. where I, like... I see it. So when she says she admires you, like you have to believe that. Yeah. Because she fought I'm so fine. hard. <laughs> she fought really, really hard. And she will go down in history as one of those pivotal figures for our community. Yeah, for sure. And she made it so that, you know, 
like the Decolores radio podcast could be in existence. And so that what they did back then could trickle down throughout the years so that we could work with the people that we've been working with for the past year. Like there's no, honestly, you're not going to agree with everything that one person right, does. Right, not if you at pick all. A person and in that's history, the problem with us holding up heroes yeah, so highly. exactly. Like, you could, I could pick out one of my most iconic figures through the long list that I have, and I will find some things that I disagree with strongly. But when you really look at the big picture it's like yeah they were human beings and you got to understand like the dynamic of how to function in a society and so for you to meet someone like that like it literally was such a moment i don't think i still even can grasp that it happened for me um just because she is someone like literally my background on my computer since i've had it has been that yeah. selena she ain't lying, folks. frida and dolores mural yeah, and so like lying. knowing that i actually met this person is incredible and seeing how she's evolved over time because there was a time when she didn't ab- believe in abortion and stuff like that and she has evolved so beautifully she's still doing the work at 88 years old traveling to different schools and meeting different people constantly she was at the oscars last year just doing all this work and still so sweet so kind and so passionate like she was there hugging every single person looking every person in the eye telling our community to go out and vote saying texas you have 50 percent latinos if you go out and vote you can make a difference here and she didn't tell you who to vote for but she says vote for progressive people and i was like you know what i can rock with that because that's that's cool that's vague enough to where you aren't saying what to do but we know what we need to do yeah so I was really inspired and I'm so grateful that I was able to see her and it was just really beautiful and nice and whew, my I've never thought I would meet a hero. Like how many people can say that? Yeah. Super and dope. she rocked a the colores button. I gave her a button. As soon as I gave her the button, she's like, oh, and she started putting it on. I was like, yeah. do you want my help? And she's like, oh no, I got this. And I was like, yeah. and she was so happy. She's like, you're doing this right now. And I was like, yes. And she's like, you're doing it in Dallas. And I was like, yes. And she's like, oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> it was so sweet. It was amazing. I'm so, I, it just felt so full circle. I felt like we I got blessed for like the next. I mean, the Coco got the Dolores Huerta Cosa. We what got the Dolores Huerta Cosa. Find us, fuck with us. What? Brack. What Sorry, else do Go-Go. you need? Sorry, Gogo. Poor Gogo. Um, anyways, go watch Dolores Huerta's documentary. It's called Dolores. It's on PBS. It's y'all. on PBS. I'm sure you can find <clears throat> it anywhere online or if it's screening it's, anywhere. It's, it's, on, their, it's it. on their website. That's where you go can support watch. the Dolores Huerta Foundation. Because really, truly, like all criticisms aside, she's still doing good work. She's still out here for our community and she's been out here and she's one of the pioneers, especially as a woman, especially as a woman who got booted out because she was yeah. a woman yeah. doing the work for us and she's still writing for us and she's writing for black lives matter and she's writing for lgbtq community like she's out here love on her support her i'm so so blessed to have been able to meet her uh so back to some sort of protesting news some um let's do this shit ourselves because y'all don't know how to treat us right uh the oklahoma teacher strike <laughs> so apparently a group of uh, y'all probably heard about this let's be honest everybody's talking about it there's been a big group of oklahoma teachers that have decided to march 110 miles to the state capitol because spoiler alert teachers are treated like shit teachers are overworked teachers are overwhelmed and they have some of the most important jobs in the world 
Yeah. To say yeah. it simply. You could literally say, yeah, you could say that. Um, there were more than 100 teachers, parents, and supporters that started uh, marching. And they're looking for support. And I I want to believe most of the United States is with them. But I know that people still give a lot of pushback. And yeah, there's a bunch of people saying, like, you, why are you walking out on the kids? And it's like, if you understood, they're walking out for your kids. For your I mean, I... I don't talk about my job much on here, but I work at a school and I run an, a program, an after school program. I feel like I'm saying too much of my information. You putting it out there, people are going to find uh, it. No, but I just like, I'm overwhelmed. And the amount of emotional labor that goes into teaching is insane. So if you're saying teachers don't deserve a raise, like you obviously have never taught in your life because it is work. It is some of the most draining work. Um, it's some of the most beautiful work, but also respect your damn teachers. Take care of them. Like, and the fact that we always find out later how crooked the boards are and shit like that is just so irritating. <clears throat> because and you ugh. know the majority of them, like, of course they're asking for livable wages. But at the same time, they're also asking for help for the schools. Like yeah, I saw a like, post that showed the books that they're using were all ripped up and ugly. Yeah. And it's just like the fact that we are living like this and y'all are really mad at these people when they're really starting a movement that's necessary throughout the world. Yeah. Like, damn. So shout out to all the teachers in Oklahoma. I know that work's not easy, especially being in the South and y'all are doing something important power to you all wishing you the best of luck because these system is not for us and y'all are actually doing something about it so keep fighting the good fight in oklahoma the nfl draft is coming to Texas. In the next few weeks. Rafa, do you have any feelings on this? I don't. I'd like to hear you cover it. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Racial draft? Sports. Draft? <laughs> oh. Sports. If, da, da, da. It, if it was the racial draft, I'm all in, Ooh. honey. I'm giving up 6-9 real quick. <laughs> She's sipping her tea right now, y'all. Ah. Yeah. No, April 26th, uh, it'll be here at Cowboy Stadium. It's pretty dope. Um, there's a lot of engagement with the fans that's supposed to be kicked up a notch so that it'll be really cool to see that i'm more interested in the dynamic of roger goodell being here especially with the beef he had be with jerry jones mm. and them going back and forth drama on them trying to sue each other you know how rich white folks do just be like you know good time that's them fighting that's how like oh pull up yeah I'll, I'll see you in court that's their pull up yes it's like i'll sue you buddy so yeah i'll be interested to see some some uh, quality memes. I know. Oh my God. Ponch, Ponchavelli, local. Oh, artist, yeah, that's right. Uh, did some work. I don't, I don't know if I should not be telling his business, but he did oh, some yeah. work that is going to be featured. Yeah. In a few local artists did. I know yeah, Sparks Ramirez like, did so some cool. stuff too. Shout out to that boy, Sparks. Yeah. So I, I think it's a big deal because it's the first one held in a stadium. Is yeah. that correct? Correct. I really do know sports and I like sports, but I think it's like a running gag we have on here because I don't care to give that much attention to sports because we pay too much attention to sports and not to yeah. arts, but that's me sipping my own tea. Um, so this is exciting, I guess, for Dallas, Texas, even though 
who knows what the hell the Dallas Cowboys will actually end up with because it doesn't seem like, like we're, we're ever getting, getting what we need. We're getting everything except a Super Bowl ring, except Ooh, that sixth wee. ring. We got boxing it's matches. We, need to get rid we got of George Jones. Strait doing his last yes. concert. We got uh, World Cup matches. We all got the run tours. Yeah, all kinds of crazy dope stuff. Except we can't get that six six Super Bowl ring. I feel like if Jerry Jones leaves, we'll get it. No, you know what? This is our year. I feel like this Stop is our it. year. Stop it. We've just been making fun of this. We're going to have some cowboy hating fans like happy today. I know we do. It's we're just good. realistic Cowboys fans, but we're Cowboys fans for I life. I know. Shout out to, to our homies out in Cali that are Philly fans. Y'all got the ring. Oh, Jesus. I hate Philly, but I'm cool with y'all and we love podcast. y'all. Uh, we talked about this before, our next little bit on the juice. Our good old buddy, old pal, Lou Diamond Phillips, and how he like got arrested. Do you remember that? I do. So apparently now, almost a year later, he was sentenced to two years of probation after pleading guilty to his 2017 DUI. Richie! Why you Lord Jesus. Um... It's kind of sad, honestly. I'm like, bruh. They really... Come, he need, like, where's Donna? Where's Donna there? To she gone. <laughs> she left him. Anyways, I thought that was kind of funny. I shouldn't be laughing at that, but I'm like, bruh, get it together. Come on now. Ooh, and he looked dusty in his picture. <laughs> Wowza. Anyways. He looked like Bob. Huh? He looked like Bob. He looked worse than Bob. He looked like Bob in 30 years. Yikes. Bob looked kind of good back in the day. Anyways... Props to you, Lou Diamond. I mean, not props to you. Good luck to you. <laughs> not props. Props to you, kidding. This wine. Good luck to you, buddy. Don't drink no drink. It ain't worth it. We want to see you living and thriving. Please chill out. It's not that serious. I know life is hard. If you got personal problems and that's why you're turning to drinking, seek help. We believe in you. Um, uh, Alcohol is not the answer. Okay? Except for when it is like right now. What's good? Okay. Oh, Jesus. Uh, This was actually really cool news. A young student, a Texas senior named Michael Brown from Houston, Texas. Got full rides to all top 20 colleges. How amazing is that? That's incredible. Like what the, like how brilliant do you have to be to get full rides to literally all top 20 colleges, which is like all your Ivy leagues, all of that. I got upset. Why? Because I was really happy like these. So sometimes when I can't sleep, I'll watch YouTube videos that make me almost kind of cry. This is, this was one of those videos. Uh, Kind of. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But let's not dwell on that. Let's move forward. Let's um, let the tears out. Uh-huh. <laughs> this was one of those videos, right? And then I stumbled upon another one of these three anchors on like a Fox News site or of an affiliate of Fox. And they were like, he shouldn't be allowed to apply to more than X amount okay, of schools. Okay, they are so salty and bored. Yes, and they went on and on. And I was like, no. And it was like a six or seven minute video. I was like, yeah, I ain't listening to not one more second of this. But I was like. Why do people have to be ugly? Yeah. Like, uh, this man literally got into all Ivy League schools. And they're like, oh, he's taking someone else's spot. No, he's not because he's not going to that one. That's literally so stupid. Why do they have to complain now that it's like a young black boy? Is that why? Yes. 
trash. Let him Ugh. do his thing. So I was upset, but I'm I'm back to being happy. Yes, let's focus on the it, brother. That incredible was, that was congratulations yeah. to young Michael Brown from Houston. Congrats to his whole family because we know raising a child it takes a village, and that's incredible. And we wish you all the best. Apparently, his dream school was Stanford, so I'm not sure if that's what he decided on. But wowza, getting accepted into all 20 is super dope. Finally, as we get closer to wrapping up the juice, this was kind of a silly story I came across. But San Antonio's major, I mean, I'm so sorry, minor league baseball team, they had like basically silly names that they could have for a period of time to celebrate certain things. Right? Or they were celebrating the, like Hispanic. The things of stuff. <laughs> and and Anyways, <laughs> the missions, the San Antonio missions the, are going to become the flying chanclas in the minor league baseball's Copa de la Diversión, which celebrates the MILB's community's fun-loving multicultural fans, aka not white people. <laughs> so I thought that was fucking funny that they Gave them the freedom to create their own names. So the damn San Antonio team are the flying chanclas. That, that graphic is dope. That logo. Rafa, you need that hat. I do. Honestly, you ain't I never might lie. sport that I too. I got some people down there too. Shout out to our San Antonio folks. Shout out to that boy Crush Groove. Oh my God. Everybody down there in San Antonio. You love your boy. You might hook me up. I got you on that Venmo, bruh. <laughs> Stop it. So... It was very funny because then they tried to frame it and they were like had to make sure to frame it as not violent, but rather as like the power of the matriarch of the family and oh, how yeah. strong she was. That's true because New Era, I I know what it's like to try to get a fitted hat through New Era done and New Era will not allow any kind of violent anything. Wow. Like, yeah, for real. So, but props to them. Shout out to the Flying Chanclas. Apparently, the second team was like the Chupacabras from some other town. And then another one was something else. And I was like, y'all are really trying us. But it's kind of funny. So, shout out San Antonio. What would Dallas be? Go Flying Chanclas. What would would ours be? uh, Las Cumbia Circles? I don't know. Um... I don't have anything off the Someone top of my head. Someone should send us what you know some ideas. I think we'd have a really cool one. I don't know what. What about the De Colores one? Our what? Our minor league baseball team. What would ours be? Mm-hmm. Our De Cocotazos. Oh, that's cute. Los De Cocotazos. And we're like yeah. little coconut. Nope, oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> Wait a minute! What did you call Never me? Mind. What I'm did sorry, you pal. call me? <laughs> uh, to wrap up the juice, we can cover a local event that took place that was kind of a big deal if you ask me we were happy to be a part of it with the faded djs arma from sour grapes texas theater top 10 records country burger and club dada and the oak cliff especially (laughs) most importantly you hate us shut up i love y'all so much (laughs) the oak cliff cultural center how could i forget so we had 214 Selena this past weekend. It was super dope. It was. It was. Bien lit. Bien lit. Se puso bien lit la cosa. I was, like, I, like Selena always brings people out because it's Selena. Right. right. But I was still so amazed by everything and it just felt so cohesive and so right. Yeah. And it was really nice because we got to introduce the movie at the beginning. That was really dope. And it was super cute because after we told people that Rafa was <laughs> a little baby, after the film, people were like, oh 
oh my god can we take a picture with you and I was so excited for him I don't know if he was okay with it but I was like I'll take it yes <laughs> go and so it was just super cool and then a Telemundo guy came and interviewed Rafa and I which I don't think either of us have seen this so if y'all find it's, that yeah it's on my Facebook it? yeah well they edited like the vid like it, it, he covers the whole weekend so it's pretty cool to see him oh. to see like the coverage of the entire weekend but um i don't know that he included he did it better maybe than some other local news uh, outlets ooh, tough no ground. tea uh uh all tea anyways i thought that was so cool and he was like oh my god thank you for saying that we have a star here i was like yes you do and so then we <laughs> went from the texas theater where we watched selena and it was so nice to just see everybody watching this film in a theater because i've never had that experience it was really dope and the theater was packed it was i don't know that packed. they've ever had that many people in the theater for a movie i was i've never seen it like that it was yeah. amazing and just like you felt the energy and the crowd was so reactive to the film even though we've all seen it a million times it was so well, dope huh i said well um except for maybe <laughs> one of us um and so then after that we all walked to top 10 records and not only was like the art dope and everything inside dope but fucking bruh jeremy biggers Wait. episode ha. three ha. our fave local artist not our fave but one of our faves not our fave she just called we have multiple her. faves okay so he's one of our faves right i said that oh sorry it's fine wine you know <laughs> killed it absolutely killed it. destroyed it like made art yeah beyond art the most phenomenal mural of selena i've seen yes. probably at stem and thorn at stem and thorn this man wasn't e this man had done the outline and did a few fillers and people were stopping by freaking out already because i don't know if y'all remember on episode three we were like he was like i really want to paint a mural i was like we gonna make it happen and then i was like we gonna make it happen and then when like we were planning i was like yo let's make it happen and so then we hit him up and he was like i'm down and we're like yes and then we had to contact other people and then this and then that and then it happened and the mural oh my god if you have not seen it on the side of the building where top 10 records is bishop North and jefferson and bishop yes go peep it it's larger than life it's it one of the most amazing murals you will ever see absolutely like it's so good and so it was just really powerful to me like this pilgrimage of selena fans coming yeah. from this screening to walk to top 10 records then there's a line out the door to get packed. inside I mean, it was popping in there we had it dj was. rocket holding it down yes. katie trail vodka was in the house we yeah. had the big mural outside it was, it was just so dope. It felt so beautiful just to be a part of it and to see everybody so excited to take pictures with this mural. And I was just like, oh, and Jeremy was there and he had dope pins too. Yeah. And so it was just like, oh, this is such a moment. It felt so nice. And uh, then the dope Savani Quintanilla came through. He was able to see it, some of the love yeah. that happened that night. And... It was just amazing to, to see him be so open and like to see everybody that like there wasn't one person that had like any negative like it was really even that couple that we met. So there was this. Oh, my God. Yeah. This lady them. moved from Brazil to the States. She got married here. And, and loves Selena so much, she has a Selena's signature tattooed Tattoo on, her wrist on her wrist and says, Por siempre. When she got married, her and her husband decided to have their honeymoon in Corpus Christi. Corpus because that, 
Christy. Yes. I told Spotty that. And he was like, no, they didn't. There's nothing to do there. And I was like, they did. And <laughs> they she was happy. Down. Yeah. And like, it was the most amazing time for them. Like, that's why we do it. it like, was, that's why we do When she said this. that, I was like, oh my God. Wow. Like, I thought I was a fan, but apparently yeah. I'm not because I'm not going to have a honeymoon in Corpus. But just seeing the power of this woman all weekend long. Yeah. And it's not like anybody's half-assing their love and admiration for this person. We're all in this. Like, we all love and adore this person and are so grateful for everything she did for us and created for us and left for us. And we still are gaining from it and just being able to unite the Dallas community in this is phenomenal. Yeah. And that's only the first night. So then the second day, the second day started at Country Burger, Mm -hmm. which was super packed as well. Yeah. Super lit. So fun. Uh, I was just like, this is so dope. Like, I'm just in awe of this this woman's power and our community showing out and feeling represented and getting excited to celebrate someone and dressing up and buying things and this and that and bringing their dope-ass cars and... Yeah, the lowriders showed out, all the vendors that came through. Alex Tiny B, uh, a musical artist who has some music with Savani... Uh, the lookalike contest, DJ Storm, DJ Noe G held it down. There was cumbia circles inside. There was <laughs> there was an environment of like, like if Selena was around today, this would have been like her throwing like a little get together. Mm-hmm. It was like just love. Yeah, it was love so and fun and excitement and just passion, like just everything great. Like it was just all good energy. It was just all fun. Cute little baby Selena's. Yeah. Oh God, they killed me. And then I had to be a judge low key. I was like, what? Yeah. I wasn't ready. Stressful. I put you on the spot for that. You sure did. Cause I didn't, I was like, oh, I am. You know hard. how difficult it is like to sit there and try to gauge the crowd's reaction when, so we tried to pick a lookalike contest winner and the crowd cheers ridiculously loud for every single person. For a long time. For a long time. So there's no way you can pick a winner. No. So we had Eva as one of the guest uh, judges, Arma, Sour Graves, and Savani. And so we had to really rely on them to tell us who. And who we won. were very honest. Like Y'all we were worked together Y'all kept and we listened to the yeah. crowd and we said, okay, yep, it's that one. Anyway, so congrats to the Selena lookalikes. Everybody was amazing and so fun. And <clears> so then after that, we were like, y'all ain't finished yet and so i low-key was like savani do you want to record a podcast episode and he was like totally down and i was like oh shit i was just kidding yeah but he was really down and i was like Rafa. <laughs> i was just kidding yeah, I was like, not really, not really but, but i kind of was to have you on, unless you're but, serious oh, okay cool no let's not do it unless you really want to okay then let's go but not really but I'm no tired. yeah let's okay, go it's fine let's go um so then i was like Rafa, let's go record an episode and he was like y'all ain't down and i was like we do and he was like y'all ain't down i was like we down and then he was like i just want Micheladas and I was like Pat's the Michelada plug for real so she hooked it up with the Micheladas we came through to Oak Cliff Cultural Center and recorded an episode which is your lovely interview that you will hear in a few minutes with Savani Quintanilla so dope such a nice guy had so much fun with him I was really like surprised and honored to be able to interview him because I was like oh we'll do it one day eventually and it was like oh he's so down and so cool so shout out to him for coming through, which will lead us into um, the the night ended with us at Club Dada 
and that was a blast as always just partying all night long i think the night they were ready to keep going for like another hour oh yeah for sure they weren't done people were upset we had to we had to really let people know that per texas law right you cannot be here past a certain time and so i mean the spirit was very much alive it was and then remezcla reposted a video Word. of the fun they yeah. missed out on a lot. Like, there was so much that happened. They show, dude. That a lot of outlets, but, I don't even think, realize. Yeah. The, like, this could be Selena Festival in Dallas, in my opinion. I, I mean. And we might be on to something. But. You ain't never lie. Anyways, we're so grateful that Dallas turned out. Uh, it's a joy and a pleasure to be able to help put that together. Um, shout out to Rafa, because he's the <laughs> one that kind of holds the string together for everybody. Well, we're a team. We are, but you don't give yourself enough credit, so I'm going to give it to you because you deserve it. You do all the work for everybody. Have a sound effect machine? And he's like an in all of those crews, basically. I don't have any sound effects machines. Okay, anyway, so. he's amazing right <laughs> because he works hard and he does it happily. And now we can transition into our interview with the... Not only is he come from a brilliant-ass family that are musical geniuses and legends, he himself is yes. headed that same damn route. That's, that's how you know, like... It's that that's and we talk we're going to talk about this, but like it's so dope to see someone from that family where, you know, like unquestionably that these people are trailblazers and push our people forward when it comes to music. And he's he's doing the same thing. He is. And he's so humble. He's so kind. He's cool to talk to like all of it. He's great. And so we're so honored to welcome to the show. Savani Quintanilla. So, we are here with a very, 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 a very special... Very, 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 very... Special, special guest. I typically like to read their bios, but this is so impromptu that we didn't even (laughs) prepare the entire thing like we typically do. So, you will quickly learn with us who we have in the studio... Will you will you say your name one time? Yes, my name is Savani Quintanilla. Savani Quintanilla. I don't know if you've heard of the last name, maybe once or twice. Sounds a wee bit familiar. <laughs> we have an official Quintanilla in the building with us here at De Colores Radio. He is one half of Royal Highness. Yes. And his stage name is Principe Cool. Yes. So we are very grateful to have him with us. Please welcome to the Colores Radio, Savani Quintanilla. Hey. <laughs> so we're I so excited this. to have you here. I'm excited to be here. We totally were just hanging out the last couple of days and, you know, doing 214 Selena here in Dallas. And I, we were just standing there, and I was like, yo, what if we just record right now? Yes. And it. you were down. Yep. And I was like, oh, shit, he's down. <laughs> and so I was like, Rafa, what if we record right now? And Rafa's like, y'all ain't down. Say it. You always say it. Y'all ain't down. And then I was like, yeah, we are. And yeah. so here we are right now in the middle of two events yeah. making it happen. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, let's see. I always start with how I kind of knew the person just because I like to, um, show how normal I am. Um, I, I first heard about you through the mix that is one of my faves of all time, which is the Bonita Applebaum mix. Oh, wow. Okay. And that was a few years ago and I was in college and I heard it through Remezcla and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God. 
Yeah, we got mad everything. hits because they posted that. And I was looking for y'all everywhere <laughs> online, and it, y'all were like so exclusive. And I was just like, what the heck? I need more from them. And there was only a couple tracks yeah, back yeah. then. And so then I started doing research on you, and I was like, oh my god, what? This is happening. And so it was just super, super wild. So explain to us a little bit about what you do. So um, I mean, I'm a music producer. I'm a DJ. I just like to create music, create new sounds that's, yeah. that no one else is really doing. So that's what I do. It's Hence you being one of the co-founders of the Scrumbia. Yeah, Scrumbia. Yeah. It's my, my own genre that I'm like trying to make happen. And oh, you're making yeah. it happen. It's yeah. dope. Yeah. We love it. Where? We, 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 be, yeah, we be out here. We, we, nice. we see you. We hear you. Absolutely. So then I already said his last name is Quintanilla. Yes. And your direct relation is? Uh, my dad is A.B. Quintanilla. A.B. Quintanilla. I know y'all know about A.B. <laughs> Quintanilla. We uh, met the Selena movie version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> last episode yeah. recently. And so our listeners are in for an extra special, special treat with you. So tell us about that. Because you, like, you are born into a legacy. Yes. And there's so much pressure, I'm sure. Oh, like, all I think about all the time is, is Are that. you the well, eldest not, nephew or one of the eldest? Yeah, well, my sister's older than me. She's okay. 28. I'm 27. Gotcha. But I'm the only one that's, like, doing music right okay. now. So I got younger brothers, but they're not, like, doing music like how I am. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, every time I do something, I just, it's in my in the back of the head, like, that I have to, that, like, wow. live up to the name Ooh. pretty much. So, yeah, it's cool in, in its own ways, but then it's, like, nerve-wracking in uh-huh. other ways. But you're doing well. Thank you. I think you're doing no, something I... really special and something really necessary. And I I love what you're doing because you're combining uh, everything, everything that mm-hmm. is our culture that's familiar to us. And you don't see a lot of people doing it, and y'all are doing it and doing it well. Because there's people that try to do it, and you're like, yeah. this is cute. But yeah, I think that's what's so dope, man. Like, you know, I've we've been a fan of your music for a hot minute. And so you are doing really like, you know, you were talking about you, you your second year at EDC in Mexico City. Oh, yeah. So y'all are getting out there. But yeah, I feel like personally, I'm thinking, you know, if, if you know, we talk about Selena's legacy and just the Quintanilla family, the, the powerhouse that they've been in music for our community. Mm-hmm. Like you're right there. You know, it's, it's a new day and age, 2018, the way we're moving forward and the stuff that you're making and producing like it's right there so we're like yeah like we see it and 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 it's us yeah. so we you know we fuck sure. with it right no, that's absolutely. what's up so then tell us a little bit about your childhood we like to know the background of people's <laughs> lives i mean i grew up in corpus corpus christi uh-huh. selena selenaville is what we call it Damn. yeah so i mean right there by the ocean and everything um i don't really like remember too much like about growing up in Corpus, I guess. Mm-hmm. But now that I see Corpus, I just want to make it cool. Mm. So that's where I'm at right now yeah. in, in my Corpus life. Damn, that's yeah. real. So then from... So you're the second of AB's yes. children. Yes. And then you don't... Do you remember much about your aunts at all? Yeah, there's there's a few memories that I have. Um, some of the things I, I like, keep them for myself. But mm-hmm, yeah. I, like, I just remember, like... 
being able to walk to her house. Like it's two houses down from right. our house, and we would just disappear and go over there. Like that's so crazy. My mom or my dad would have to call and be like, "Hey, is is, is he <laughs> is he there or is mm-hmm. he at, at his grandpa's? Like, where's oh, he at?" Because y'all were all on that block. Yeah, all on the same block, and she would be like, "Oh yeah, he's here. He he's good. Like uh, we got him here." So it's like that's one thing I remember. Yeah, that's amazing. So then, when did you realize the power of your family name? Because you kind of grew up into it. Y'all were already, it was a big deal already. Yeah, I guess I didn't really realize what the music they were making, like my dad with Selena and then with the Kumia Kings after, until I started making music. Like mm-hmm. when I was, I think like 18, 19, something like that. But um, I guess I didn't realize it because I grew up around it mm-hmm. and I was always in the studio, like when my dad was working and like, I know I, like, remember that, but I didn't really, like, realize what he was doing until, like, later. Like, how important, like, the music he was that was making. Like, it, he molded a whole sound. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I guess I didn't realize, like, realize that until, like, later in life. Now I look back at his, like, discography and, yeah. like, everything. And it's like, dude, like, he, he was heavy back in the uh-huh. day. Yeah. And it's it's just crazy to to see that like think about that. That's yeah. one thing that I guess I don't I don't I don't want to say it gets overlooked a lot, but um, like you know we we still live with Selena's music. But there was a point in time when like Gumbia Kings were like every yes yeah. like that was it. So yes. it's like to me you know as far as like your music is concerned, when you take Selena, you take Gumbia Kings, and then you take what you're doing like. Mm-hmm. It's just it, you know. It's it's one of those like. It's, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's so beautiful because I there's like I'm like I don't know if you can tell I'm a huge stan, right? Uh, what? So I've li- no, yeah, <laughs> what? I don't know if you guys have heard of her. Her name's Selena. Um, no, there it was a. Oh, this is so lame of me. There was a. I guess I don't know if it was La Leyenda at the end of La Leyenda, which is like album with a bunch of songs. Your dad's just talking about each song, and there's like he's talking about the different sounds and how she's basically rapping on techno cumbia. And I was like, oh, I'm yeah. shook. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. And so he was saying he was just taking influences from like you know what was popping at the time mm-hmm. and all of that. And I was just like. Wow, like, and he's a genius in his own life, oh, right? Totally, just creating yeah. these sounds for her and working with her to, mm-hmm. you know, create this music that is still just as popping as it was back in the day. So it's yeah, just like yeah. incredible, and you come from it, and you've got it going too. Yeah, you're for you're sure. doing the same thing. So um, then, what? What? I mean, obviously, you had the musical influence. So then you started at 18. You said, Yeah, I think I think I was eight. I don't. I had just graduated high school mm-hmm. and I think I was like deciding what I was going to do, like go to college or something. And I went for, for sound engineering, but then I, I stopped because I was learning more from El Dusty mm-hmm. and Corpus. Yay. Drop a name right there. Real yeah. Quick. <laughs> he's, our, he's our theme song. We love him. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was learning more from him than like being in school. So I was like, man, I'm just going to go sit with this dude and like learn all i can and and that's what i did so that's awesome i didn't know that that's so dope Mm -hmm. dusty come come correct me if i'm wrong but he he played with kumia kings he did yeah yeah he he was the dj for them for a little bit yeah that's Mm -hmm. this world is (laughs) yeah it's crazy yeah because i've known dusty since i was like little little like Uh like a child like wow like he could carry me like pretty much like that's how long i've known him yeah that's amazing so yeah it just like 
our relationship naturally progressed into him like taking me under the wing That's pretty awesome. much and showing me everything with music we need dusty on the show i need everybody here <laughs> i'm gonna cry of happiness yeah um, I have uh, so many questions and then I'm also still, you know, I gotta be chill and cool or whatever. <laughs> Y'all are doing a lot for me trying to contain my childhood. Yeah, I mean, our listeners can't tell, but Eva is sweating like crazy <laughs> right now, yo. I have a cup patching every drop that falls from my face. Um, I also want to, I want to know more about how you felt as a child, like knowing this, like knowing that you were related because I know like, we selena gomez is from my hometown mm -hmm. so everybody has some weird connection of like oh i know selena oh, i know okay, selena okay. i know selena and so anytime you meet anybody from corpus they're like yeah selena's uh, hairdresser was my aunt's cousin's brother I'm yeah, like, okay yeah. and so it's just so funny because everybody has a story so like how was that for you growing up like obviously probably hearing it all the time or having people say yeah stuff. it was it's weird like a lot of times you can call people's bullshit like yeah. or i can at least because like i'm i'm from the family like i know <laughs> and like you, i just like you meet people sometimes and it's like dude no come on don't <laughs> you don't have to lie about it That's like so just funny. like you're from corpus just say you're from corpus you know yeah. you don't have to go the extra mile and shit <laughs> like that it's like come on man don't you don't have to front for anybody or anything so like i don't know so you never were like any kind of teased or anything in school no no not really I mean, because, okay, so the the part of Corpus that I grew up in was, like, predominantly, like, white. Okay. So, I kind of slid under the radar for a long oh, time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so, like, crazy. even through, I think, I guess in, like, middle school is when, like, because that's when all this, because there's a bunch of different elementary schools. So, like, when they all come together is, like, when, like, other kids from other schools were, like, mm. oh, shit, like, that's who, that's who that is. But then, like, once you, you meet me once, it's, like, oh, okay that's cool like yeah, he's related cute. that's it like whatever like it, it wasn't like a big deal or anything wow that's so interesting yeah and then so because we talk about it a lot how the movie and like i feel like i guess our generation really kind of rebooted this like love like obviously the love never went away but oh, like yeah. really recreated this you know this admiration and i know um when the star was revealed your aunt Susie, I guess, uh, said that the younger generation really, you know, brought her back to life essentially and, and recreated yeah. this, this, what's the word I'm looking for? This hype, I guess, or mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Obviously it's not hype because she is legendary and deserves all of it. Mm -hmm. But I guess, how was that for you to see that power? And even still here in Dallas, cause it's two on four Selena weekend. Oh yeah. yeah. And you can tell everybody's yeah, so I mean, crazy about it. It's amazing to see the generations still understanding her music, mm -hmm. still dancing in the music and still like looking to her, like she's God to them, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's really crazy to see sometimes like little girls, like, that weren't even around like right. anywhere near the generation that she was alive and mm -hmm. it's like they still feel for her feel the it power. and like everything yeah for it's sure. crazy it's beautiful well, we're so glad you're here with us i want to know more about um i obviously can talk selena all day but we won't <laughs> <laughs> i want to know more about your ventures because i know we've talked about some different things you've done uh -huh. a little bit of cooking and yeah. lots of cool skills so tell us more about that uh yeah i mean so I mean, being a musician, you don't really, like, make hella money, like, right off the bat. So, mm -hmm. like, you ha I've had, like, side jobs and shit. So, like, one thing that I 
looked towards was like food because like it's super easy and like mm-hmm. you can get time off like whatever like it's just a, a restaurant or whatever so right. that was my my thing i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna start cooking and at first i was just doing it because that i needed a job and it was easy like no drug test i smoke hella weed so, like, <laughs> <laughs> so it all makes sense now. yeah no, so I, I had to like i had to like find something that's cool to, <laughs> that you could still like do that shit so that's i just so started funny. cooking and I fell in love with it. Like it's just dope to be able. I because I create all day music, mm-hmm. but you go and you're able to create something and directly see somebody eat it and get happy from eating it. That's the best. So feeling. it's like, man, that's dope. Like, and I just fell in love with making food. So now I just that's what I do on the side. I just make food. And your favorite food is? Uh, I like Asian food. <laughs> yeah. See, I got excited because my favorite's Asian food. So when I know people are Asian food connoisseurs, I'm like, yes, let me show you my favorite Asian food. <laughs> yeah. My background is in sushi. Like that oh was- Oh my the, God. I didn't know that. The first kitchen I ever went to was a, <laughs> a sushi kitchen. And That's awesome. So all I've done is sushi. And then uh, I did Thai food for a little bit recently and yeah, just cook. And now you're doing what? What kind of food? Now, I really want to make tacos. Okay. But, like, not just plain tacos. No, like, basic tacos. Yeah, I want it to be, like, art on a plate. Okay. Like, I imagine... Can, I can get down with it. A tortilla and then, like, something badass on top of it. Like, that looks yeah. like a picture, you know? Like, it looks, like, I'm amazing. Shook. I'm into it. I trust <laughs> you. I trust your music. I trust your family. You can feed me whatever. It's fine. <laughs> That's awesome. Really? Uh, I had to. I had to get you. Come on. We didn't Come hear on. one at all last episode. It was nice I and know. pure. I'm over, the, I'm over there like almost crying last episode. I I'm, know. We wanted to lift our spirits up. We're bringing uh, <laughs> a different energy. No, it was still a beautiful episode, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good one. Um, so I want to talk about your favorite music then. Okay. Because obviously you, you, we talked a little bit about... Kanye earlier. Yes. Who do you think is the best rapper alive right now? Oh, wow. The best rapper alive right now? Yes. Uh, Lil Xan. What? Ah! <laughs> hey, hey, no, we ran hey, out of tape. Hey, that was joke. That was joke. Just joking. We ran out of tape. We have to stop recording. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> hey, 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 but... Uh, to be honest, I've never heard of those. Me neither. Song until Jesus so, and Miro made fun of them, so, and I was yeah, like, that, "Oh, that was a joke. That was totally yeah. a joke." Um, <laughs> the musical hey, legacy man. here. Uh, I don't know. I don't really listen to rap like, okay. now because it's kind of gotten like terrible over the yes, past years. I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gotten really, really There's bad. There's still over some the gems. Years. There's still some gems here well, and yeah. there, but it's but like it's not. You worth can the you digging. can only hear "Mask Off" like a certain amount of times uh, before you get over it. You know, I don't do that. That's why I don't do that. I stay away. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really listen to rap music. My favorite rapper is Kanye, obviously. Okay. But we can. We can I can both. respect that. We can both. We have an ongoing. But fight like, with okay, that so well. alien. Okay, so aliens invade Earth, <laughs> and they are like, we need to ask one person one question. Boom! You're the person they have to ask, and then they say, "Okay, we need no this pressure. information, or Pick humanity right is doomed." <laughs> Who's the best rapper alive? You have three seconds. Whoa. Three sec- I can't do it in yeah. three seconds. I got to think about this. You're overthinking it. Should we give him our option? Probably Jay-Z. Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and I am done. Close up the studio. We are done. <laughs> That's the, ba- the argument, Kendrick and Jay-Z? Yeah. 
Kendrick's great. Don't get me he wrong. Is, I reasons, say that. Though. So this I is say the thing. That. Listen, I understand and respect that. Like of all time, whatever. Jay Z. No, really not of all time. Calmate. So, okay, but I Greatest mean, rapper like, alive of all time okay, in my, okay, in my okay, opinion. Okay, I got you. I got yeah. you. But I mean, like. Hmm, Jay-Z opened the doors. You got me singing hymnals now. <laughs> Jay-Z opened Lord. the doors. <laughs> Jay-Z opened the doors and I. I'm dead. Okay, so <laughs> it's just complicated. But it's we have Jay-Z, Kendrick uh, arguments all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Kendrick, it's okay because Kendrick is dope. He we is. agree that with He's that. Great. He is right. great. He is definitely one of the greats. Wow, I'm so glad you're saying that. I say that all the time. Do you? I'm just saying he's not the greatest rapper alive right now. But who's pushing the envelope more than him right now? Pushing the envelope. We're Takashi six nine. Ew! No, <laughs> no he's like mm mm. He's blood. pushing the he's blood. pushing the hair guy. Blood, blood, blood. Yeah, blood. I can't. Blood. I don't even want to blood. talk about him right now. Blood. We'll save him for another episode. Blood, <laughs> blood though. Blood, blood. You gonna get uh? I know. Some people YG mad. mad. You gonna get them all mad? I'm at not you. hating. On, I'm not hating. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, what are your other musical influences then? Um, musical influence. I mean, Kanye. Kanye basically molded my mind. I will say that because I I saw how he sampled things and how he uses his samples, mm-hmm. and I was like, I could do that with Spanish music. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. that's that's where it started. Like. Just from there. And when now, did your love of Kanye begin? I like. I'm an OG Kanye stan. So yeah, okay, since, good. Since the beginning, I've been rocking with Kanye. Because at first, when he came out, it was like, oh shit, who is this guy? Like coming out with a polo and a Louis mm-hmm. Louis backpack, and it's yes. like, what is what is he doing? And then you, you hear polo. his music, and it's like, okay, okay. And then through the years, he just got better and better and better and better, and it's like, wow. Yeah, for sure. What's you your favorite Kanye it. album? Oh man. I just I have curiosities and I need to know. Even though I don't have my own answers. My favorite, I feel like the changes within moods and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's how it is that's for me. That's very true because it depends like what where the moon is at. You know what retrograde. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Mercury and reggaeton. Mercury Yo, and reggaeton. Y'all better watch out. It depends where the moon is at. What, if you're in eight oh eight and heartbreaks or like. It's okay. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, it just depends. Yeah, yeah. If I'm happy, it's like graduation. Graduation's such a fun, happy album. Yeah, to yeah, me. for sure. I don't really. The life of Pablo did not impress me. I was about to say. I think that's the one I jammed the most. For honestly. real? Yeah. Oh, but but that's that's just me being like the producer. I want to see where music's going, mm-hmm. and I think that's where it's going. Like Kanye's always been ahead. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So I think that's where it's going, and I just like to listen to like what he's doing now i think that's where i get like old hip-hop headish where i'm like i miss the old kanye where he didn't make songs about missing his old self like the new album but i don't know exciting kanye is always great who else who else i don't know (laughs) what the what did you go through an emo phase pat just brought up my chemical romance i did actually did you like my chemical romance uh i wasn't too into them tell us your emo phase i was more into like I was huge in the Fallout Boy, to be honest. Yeah, hey. they were fun. They I were cool. I was huge in the Fallout Boy and uh, Panic at the Disco too. I love Panic. Them. People love Panic. Yeah, go through a Panic phase. No, I just followed Pat's lead, which is annoying. I don't do that now, but <laughs> I, it was not. You know, uh, Paramore actually was one of my favorites too. Those were just all big. Her voice is just. Like, She's still making stuff, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Paramore album was supposed to be really good. Yeah, her voice is just like. 
incredible to me. Uh-huh. Like the first she time I heard it. Mm-hmm. She does a lot. They're pretty yeah. cool. That I think that was like my emo. oh Chiodos too. Y'all know who Chiodos I is. I do. Yeah, that was Chiodos emo emo boy stage. Yes, we need to see pics. <laughs> Did you straighten your hair? Nah. No, I, I, didn't. I didn't. You weren't a true emo boy. Nah, I'm no. just kidding. Well, cool. So, do you have any other musical influence you want to share with us? Um, I'm still finding them. Like I, I'll like just study music. I'll go through like old kumbia youtube channels and like Ooh. listen to stuff there and then i'll like hang out with Gio chamba from houston and he'll show me like this psychedelic list of songs that he has and like it's just cool like i don't know i'm just still learning like and i take influence from like music everywhere so I don't know, there's not really one like specific set, set influence of or, yeah 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 gotcha so, well very cool do you have anything you want to ask? No, I'm just I I I'm just so happy that you know we have some good information in terms of who the greatest rapper alive is. Oh God. I knew he was going to be excited. petty. I knew it. You know, it's one of those op- opinions. But also, that- we talked a little bit about pan dulce. Oh, so, oh gotta go. Hey, we're uh-huh, out of tape. Gotta blast. Uh, gotta go. <laughs> and we had just a, a sweet, brief conversation. I a like sweet, to be brief, very sweet unbiased. Conversation. Uh, and I was like, hey, pal, what do you think about these two breads? <laughs> and he was like, oh, those two breads? And I was like, okay, don't be, don't be doing that. And I was like, okay, so what do you think about uh, conchas and empanadas? And he was like, um, well, they're both good. I was like, yeah, they are. But what do you think? And what did you she, say? So you were pressuring him into answering something that he didn't really feel. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. No, because she said, what was it? Like, when you think about Pandulce, what is the one thing you think about, right? Uh, and what did you say? Concha. <laughs> <laughs> you're so dumb with your sound effects. That's terrible. That's terrible. I don't think you've ever used that scream one. <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, but he's not hey, cause, wrong. No, because you know what? I just went to Mexico, like... It was like last month. Oh yes, tell yeah, us about it. To to Mexico City for EDC, and um, I had a concha that changed my life. Oh okay. Did so, an empanada do that to you? No, a concha. Did wait, 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 wait. Okay. So I haven't had an empanada change my life, but it wasn't a sweet empanada. It was yeah, okay. the, like the Colombian empanada. Yeah. So it's just that doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, I'm no. excuse. I'm sorry that empanadas are more pan versatile dulce, than conchas. That's pan. true. Okay. Oh, that's true. Sorry that empanadas are more versatile than conchas. Have you seen rainbow empanadas? No. Have you Color? seen Selena empanadas? No. No. I could make that happen. No, (laughs) (laughs) I could make it happen. Hey, I told you to do that with your other little business. We're gonna start up in uh, Selenaville, so we can come visit. Yeah, so we can go visit ice cream and bananas. We really will. We'll do it right away. Okay. Oh, what was our? What were we discussing? We're all off track now. Well, you had asked me if I. Yeah, I was just saying that any other concha changed my life. Oh yes. Yeah. And then what else happened when you went to Mexico? Uh, Just. Got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we love we had, honesty. We had a little bit too much mezcal, but it was. Oh my it was cool. god! Word, mezcal's dope. Mezcal. So what? Um, you've you've been to Dallas before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you came up here with with King Louis, Royal Highness, for the faded anniversary event. Um, but you've been here before. You know people here. What's mm-hmm. uh What's your take on our wonderful city? I I love it. Every time I come up here, I <clears throat> seriously like. After being f- here for like a couple of hours, I end up texting my girlfriend like, "Hey, we should move here." Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, I support. Because I, I just like, 
I like the vibe every time I come Aww. out here. And like, I came, I think it was, I I don't know. I think it was after the the time I came with Royal Highness. Yeah. I came with Gio. We played at the Kessler Theater. It's the Kessler? Yeah, Kessler. Kessler. Yeah. We played there. And that was even dope. Like, just, that, that's a different vibe to be on. Because was, I wasn't even DJing. I was playing with the band. So, it was like, complete different crowd and like, everything. So, it was, it was really dope that time, too. But, yeah, I, I love Dallas. It's dope out here. Yay. That's awesome. Yippee. <laughs> we like to ask people that because we're like, we have our personal obvious experience with Dallas and what we want it to become and where mm. it is. And so hearing that from someone like you is like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, working in Dallas ain't easy for the type of thing that we we like to do here and then with Decolores. But um, there's a lot of dope stuff happening mm-hmm. and people come through and like really, you know, have, have a good time and, and there's stuff happening, you know, all over North Texas. So it's just really cool to, you know, from an outside perspective to see that, you know, yeah, we, we see you, North Texas. Yeah, it's dope. It's just mad far from where I'm at. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> True. For sure. That's the only like down part is that six hour drive up here. Mm. But once I get here, it's worth it because I have a blast. Yes, and you get to have corn nuggets. Yeah, corn Corn nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Can't call it that other uh, other name because they'll get sued for it. Absolutely. (laughs) Just get some tahine corn nuggets. All right. So we are going to get ready to wrap up. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Where Um, can we find you? Listen to Scrumbia. Listen to Scrumbia. That's all I want to (laughs) say. That's it? (laughs) No, I mean, yeah. uh, go Go to my SoundCloud soundcloud.com backslash principe q texas i think is what it is but or you could just follow me on instagram principe underscore q and all my links are there and stuff i'm always posting about the music but uh you got a bunch of stuff coming up yeah i just put out actually they just got onto like itunes and spotify i think um scrumbia volume one and volume two they are out there everywhere so go listen to that and Scrumbia Volume 3 is in the works. Um, I'm really trying to, like... See, like, Scrumbia started where it was just samples. Like, I was just flipping these old Scrumbia samples and, mm-hmm. like, making beats with them. And now I'm, like, going further with it and, like, trying to make original Scrumbia that sounds screwed and, like, with the trap drums and stuff. Yeah. And, like, trying to get people to rap on them and stuff. So. Yeah. Hold up. Sin- <laughs> I'm about, to, I'm about to lay a few 16s. Hold up, bro. Uh-oh. Hold up. What would you say is the best experience you've had in the last of all of these exciting things you have going on? EDC was probably the most amazing thing. How big was that crowd? I know it's huge. I saw pictures. Okay, so last year at t- 2017 EDC, I think the second day it was like... I think 200,000 people. Oh, Jesus. my yeah. God yeah. It's That's what I'm huge. It's <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be in that yeah. range. It's it's huge. Like, it's there's, like, I think five stages, so every stage ha- has a crowd at it. Wow. But um, this year, too, I think it was over 200,000, too, again. But, yeah, just that kind of festival and that kind of level, like, you just see the stages and the lights and you feel the sound and it's just crazy like this it's the most amazing thing i've experienced wow you're playing to a people like yeah exactly all the all of mexico is yeah it's crazy oh another okay so that 
that was cool like to see that like on that scale right but the most amazing energy i felt last year in new york when i Aww. played uh the selena party over there oh dope. yeah yeah it's called uh por siempre selena Very and they do cool. it in new york uh shout out dj chela she's out there or oh, i don't know if her. she's out in new york but yeah she's she's oh. uh she's the one that does that her and dj bambona and uh, uh chiquita brujita from over cool. there but um yeah, that party last year, I cried. Oh my god! Li- I literally was brought to tears. Wow! Because um, uh, Amor Provido, I don't know if y'all heard of them, but they played uh, all the Selena songs, the cover band. Punk, punk versions okay, of it. Okay, cool. They're amazing. So they're on stage, and they're playing these Selena songs, and the entire room is singing every mm. single word along yeah, with so it dope. and i was just like taken back by that i was just like whoa wow yeah i saying. cried that reach there was people like see watching me cry and shit Aww. and i was like oh, 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 don't, i can't take pictures right now Aww. yeah but i mean it was dope that that was a really cool party i'm gonna be out there again in two weeks for that Very party cool. yeah. Dang. we need to go there one day so whenever you see that do you go home and share that with family or how does that how oh, do you yeah, feel yeah. to do that um that usually that that like last year in new york i took videos and stuff and i I brought them home and showed everybody but i don't know it's it's hard to like explain to them like what the energy feels like like Mm -hmm. you really have to be there at the party to like the same thing like tonight might be a repeat like who knows like you just you it's very overwhelming sometimes to like feel that energy like all that love yeah and the sadness at the same time because people get sad too when they think about it so oh absolutely it's crazy. It's, 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 it, you really feel it sometimes. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we can ask you, we have a segment called Who You Got, where you tell us what you're listening to right now or who people need to check out okay. that maybe they haven't heard of or that you're you're just bumping right now. Let me see. Kuko, for sure. Aw, yay. Word. He was one of ours. Yeah, he's yeah. Super cool. he, he's dope. I, I forget what, like how, I think I was just like in a YouTube wormhole uh-huh. and one of his videos came up and I was like, dude what is this y'all and need then, to do something together oh my god that would be god. sick yeah yeah he's he's super dope um yeah, for sure is. yeah Scruco. Scruco. Bruh. oh my god those. bruh that would Scruco. be tight yeah oh i'm shook his oh, his whole vibe is dope too and his band and shit is is really cool um who else man i don't know pat usually comes in with 10 of them so <laughs> People we've never Ooh. heard of. Like. I'm trying to think, like, because I mean, I, like, y'all probably heard of Chicano Batman before. Yeah, right? obviously. Yeah, the, obviously, we haven't had, we haven't said them as a who you got yeah. though. Well, I mean, them, of course. I don't know if they got it. Oh, you know what? Who? Their bass player, uh, I, I think his name is Eduardo. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a band now. It's called Mar Iguana. <laughs> Mar Iguana. Mar Iguana. Yeah, yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah, but it's it's cumbia. It's yeah. a cumbia band, and th- if, so there's there's a who who you got. Listen, down listen down to them. Who that who out. that is on that who you got? Yeah, Mariguana. So, um, funny story about him too. Like this recently, like he bought a an organ in Corpus, but the dude in Corpus wouldn't ship it to him. What the heck? So he hit me up. And he was like, "Hey, can you can you babysit this organ for me for a little bit?" That is so random. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he he knows Geo and and them from Houston, and so they were like looking for someone in Corpus, and they hit me up. They were like, "Hey, can you can you watch this organ for him and like ship it or whatever?" So like for a whole month, I had this 
<laughs> big giant organ in, in my studio room at, at home. Oh my God. And finally one day he's like, okay, we're going to ship it now. I guess he had been on tour or something, but he's like, hey, we're going to ship it now. I need you to wrap it all up and oh like my take God. it to the Greyhound. And I was like, fam, I got you. Whatever you yeah, yeah. I'm dead. So he, he shipped it from Corpus to LA on a Greyhound and I, I sent it to him. And then a couple weeks later, I get a, uh, freedom is free vinyl in the Aww. mail and like oh, some shirts sweet. and shit yeah so That's I dead cool. stock that vinyl and save it <laughs> that's Boom. awesome yeah well cool well thank you so much for being here I know we are all over the place because we did it last minute yeah it's dope though but we're so glad you're here and I think that we can easily <gasps> say you're on to bigger and better things every Word. damn day and we're so happy for you we're proud of you thank you Texas is behind you you're doing dope shit don't don't let the pressure get to you because you're killing it <laughs> you're killing it by just doing what the culture needs and we're thankful for you and your family and your legacy and and you're so kind and you're dope keep doing it we're here for awesome. you awesome thank you thank you for being on the colores radio thank y'all for having me yay all right so now it is officially time for self-care corner <laughs> dang let that note ride yes all right so today's self-care corn tur hunty self-care corn Ooh, that sounds kind of like an elote yeah an elote stein stein Se <laughs> it's that wine my ideas that are coming as i'm speaking self-care corn where you go buy an elote and you get some advice Mm, I think I could host this. Telotero yeah. gives you advice or what? Yeah. I am ready for my new career path. Thank Telotero. you. Eva Lotera. Nope. Eva, Eva, well, nope. Well. It's kind of... Mm -mm. It's fine. Self-care <laughs> corner. <laughs> today. Um, so Pat brought up something cute. So Pat, do you want to share that with us? And maybe I can go off of that. And then I'm going to tell you all something else. Okay. So I had said... That I know we are obviously celebrating and honoring Selena, but let's remember not to idolize. Like, yes, it is like we can look up to her and be motivated by her, but remember that we create our own path and remind yourself you are a talented and strong person. And yeah. Cute. So, so maybe I can compare that to, um, I think somebody else posted about it comparisonitis i think is what it was called or maybe i, I think i have that no you don't i have that what is that you really don't <laughs> some people do i think we're all guilty of it to some degree but really don't compare yourself to others mm. and not just celebrities like your friends or feel down others. like absolutely not just to celebrities um because i think we see someone and where they are especially age-wise people are like oh no i'm not there yet i'm not and it's like don't don't put that pressure on yourself not yeah. just in an age way but just in general like comparing yourself to someone else is not good for you it doesn't do anything for you because we do all create our own path each of our paths are different and acknowledging that is okay so live your own life create your own path i know our paths are difficult and frustrating and mental health and systemic oppression affects us and um kind of makes our paths a little more difficult in different ways however we believe in you we tr we are proud of you we trust you do your damn thing don't sit around and wait if you want to do something don't just look up to this person go do it try it out it might not be good it might be amazing who knows but it's important to give it a try so create your own path ding dong dong 
Then, then that rainbow goes, the more you know. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. So today, our black business of the week will be led by Rafita. Oh, hey. Um, I was weirded out that we hadn't done this yet. Tell us why. Because Pan-African Connection is a staple in the Dallas community. Well, not in, you know, I take that back. Not just in the Dallas community, North Texas, but Texas and country in general, I feel like. And that's how strongly I feel about them. Acuete uh, is doing amazing things over there. Um, rest in power to, to Bandeli. But um, their tagline is basically the, the closest you can get to Africa without going there. Ooh. Um, and I'm sorry if I if I butchered that. It's this wine. You but sound like those substitute teachers that mess sorry. up all the black and brown kids' names. A Aaron. <laughs> oh, but A Aaron is. I'm one. sorry as, if as, I butcher this, as Stephanie. Guero. Um, Please. no, but like uh, they have really dope stuff. They have some amazing literature that you probably wouldn't find anywhere else. Um, they have clothing. They have cultural events. They have all kinds of amazing things. They're a resource center. They they literally like if 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 you want to picture Africa in North Texas, Pan African Connection is them. And I believe I saw the article that said that when Black Panther came out, they had like a super increase in sales. Oh yeah, their clothing so more dope. than they like more than tripled in sales. And so, but literally anything that you, you are maybe interested in. I remember when I was in high school, so they relocated. They used to be over in Winwood Village out here in Oak Cliff. I remember going to buy a book. Um, I don't know how I found out that they had this book, um, but nobody else in Dallas had it. Nobody at Barnes & Noble, Half Price, Damn. the library, whatever, but Pan-African had it. And so this is the kind of resource that they are. And so they'll connect you to to you know that culture and that that literature and, and all of that, um, which represents so much of Africa, but also the, the African diaspora here. And um, I mean, and aside from that, it's just a dope place. They've had all kinds of really dope performers. They collaborated with us here nice. at the Cultural Center with the um, Women Speak, Men Listen events. But, you know, they've, they've had Sonny Patterson there, who's one of my favorite, if not my favorite poet. Nice. Um, so... Pan-African Connection. Go support your brown and black businesses. Pan-African Connection is located at 4466 South Marsalis Avenue, Dallas, Texas. You can find them at www.panafricanconnection.com. They are a bookstore, art gallery, and resource center. Next De Coco events coming up is our one year anniversary. This is going to be lit. I am so glad we can now put all of our attention yeah. onto this event because it is going to be so damn fun. We're going to have Shay Serrano here. Did I tell you, like, I'm getting a suit tailored? No, you're not. Event? I'm not. Wow, you're trash. No, I am getting a suit tailored. You're not. I am. I really, well, I, I bought a suit and then. Did you really? You're fucking with me. I No, I promise you. I bought a suit. So but I need to get a suit too. Yeah. We're going to both wear suits. Okay. Zoot suits. Well, yeah. I mean, they have to like hem my jeans. And so. Jeans aren't parts of suits. Well, it's like a Canadian tux. Okay, I'm tired of you. Um, <laughs> our one-year anniversary is April 21st. Please go buy your tickets at 
marginwalkertexas.com. Marginwalkerpresents.com. Ora. Ora, ora. I'm showing I Pat think I what have a that I'm showing Pat what a Canadian tux is. That is disgusting. I said, didn't even know that had a name. I didn't know that had a name either. But she I'm says, like, I I've, have that because I've worn denim on denim. I don't know. Oh Jesus! She is the creator of the Canadian tuxedo. No, please just, come to our one year anniversary event. We are celebrating an entire year of doing the Colores Radio. It will be amazing. It'll be so much fun. I need you there. I want to meet all of you. I want to hug you. Please come up to me and say hi, because anytime you don't come up to me, I get sad. That's one of my favorite parts of any event we had, like a two and four. Shout Selena. out Miguel. Shout out Miguel and Monica. Oh and yes, for sure. All the amazing listeners. We oh my met. god, it was so cute because he like so found dope. me in the crowd at two and four Selena Club. Dot. It was freaking crazy, and he's like Pat Dot Aragine, and I about died. <laughs> he said that. I that almost so died because I was like. What? And just so y'all know, we talk about these things. So the Decolores teams, we see each other at least four times a week. We find a way to meet up. We're always talking about what we're going to do next. We're recording. We're figuring out what we need to do to up our game. We're going to like team building stuff and going to concerts. But we always talk about these kinds of like... Y'all you know, mean so much to us. Y'all really do. Y'all really like, do. Y'all are the reason why we're like, here. Like uh, Martin and Erica and and you know Miguel and we talk about you know the the this couple Rodolfo, from Brazil, Rodolfo, Brazil. all these people. Yeah, like Anita, Lacy, everybody. Yes, congrats so on winning. Like for real. Like that's the fuel that lets us know that we're what we're doing is is worth something and it keeps us pushing forward because it's like at the end we want to make sure that we support you and what you do so if what you got going on means that you come up to us and chop it up and say hey you know i listen to y'all i love y'all and this is what i do then we're behind you it's and everything yeah so please come to our one year anniversary pur- purchase your tickets at marginwalkerpresents.com got it correct yeah um, i was Show us the love, please. We're out here for Dallas and Texas, and it should be a good time. Texas theater. Do you? Th- I heard that they were. Are they showing Contagion that day? Oh my God! Why? Are I you think like they're gonna. This? No, I heard that they were gonna show Contagion. Why would they? Maybe their laptop in like that. a like a corner somewhere. Yeah, maybe uh, someone working the front desk who's bored. Why would? Anyways, now oh, we sorry. can jump to our next segment. Who you got with the Coco? <laughs> Go, Patty. Go, Patty. Okay, it's your so birthday. not really. Is it like nine, twelve months? <laughs> nine, twelve. Nine. I can't Why'd count. Why'd you say nine? Why'd you say What's 12? happening in nine months? Oh my I God. mean, are y'all? On wait, something? no. I guess it's eight months. <laughs> yeah, it's eight months. Oops. No, I guess technically. It's okay, still let's like move nine. on. Anyways, <laughs> besides the point, my who you got for this week is Mintfield. I tried to see them during South By and I missed my opportunity. But they're really good. They're a shoegaze band. Um, they're from Tijuana. <laughs> I have us confused as to what shoegaze I means. Literally. <laughs> because Pat always denies being a hipster. But she comes through. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm a music nerd. Like she, no, it sounds like you made these things up and no shade to the bands. I'm sure y'all are amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But y'all don't know how Pat is, and I've known her my whole life. So she comes through and like, it's a shoegaze band named Chicken McPatty. And anyways, go on. Sorry. It just always shocks me, and I can't hide my face, but I can be quiet now, so I'm going to do that. 
But yes, anyways, they are a shoegaze band from Tijuana. If um, I'm gonna, I, I, I love you, Pat. Not, not a disclaimer, just a, you know, saying that before this. What's a, sh- what'd you say? So shoegaze is like a type of dance move that they do. A dance move. Yes, while they're performing, but it's kind of, um, they do sing. There is mm-hmm. lyrics. You hear lyrics and. Wow, you're recording me. Thank you. <laughs> We're recording an episode right now. Well, we are, but now she's recording me on the internet. So, thank you. This is released on the internet weekly. <laughs> <laughs> they released a new album in February, and I really like it. I, I wanted to check them out. I missed it. but um, I will say... As I'll, I'll definitely play you some of their music. Please do, because like honestly, it's it's something that I I, don't, I like listening. There's music that sometimes is just kind of relaxing, and it's more like you. They do sing, like I said, but you do hear a lot more. So like the music, like them playing, that's dope, and it just sounds really good and it's relaxing. Um, I will say I listen to a lot of your Who You Got or recommend it. So honestly, a Who You Got podcast by pat arraging could happen just because she has so much and there's a plethora of like you know musical experiences that you go through um and we make fun of you all in good fun because we love you but um yeah like sometimes i don't know when you share stuff like i don't really know like shoegaze i don't know what that means but then you share stuff and then like sometimes in the back i'll listen to it and i'm like oh okay this was actually pretty dope and so I think it's just me also, like I worked doing my internship with music stuff. I kind of... You, wait, you worked I in didn't, the live music industry? Stop. I didn't know, like I, I, I will say I did mostly listen to just indie for a while. And because I worked at that internship, I was meeting like metal bands, punk bands, and hip hop shows that I was just like, what is this? It's so good. So yeah, that's, I mean, even That's that. why I kind of opened my eyes more to like try and listen to things. So like typically like... Even Homeboy at the show, um, that show that was at RBC, Open open Mic. Open Mic Eagle. Open, open Mic Eagle. Yeah, like, I never would have heard of him. You know what I mean? It would have been a while before I'd heard of him. But when when you put me on and I, I came through, like, yo, he's he was dope. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for that. You're we welcome. Yeah. But yeah, they're a noise pop shoegaze band. So definitely check them out. New album um, came out in February. <laughs> it is called... <laughs> I know, I really appreciate it. I do mean that. I mean that. Wholeheartedly, I mean that. <laughs> Sorry. I just stopped trying to close it because he keeps talking about me. And I was just trying to finish what you got. I just get a lot like noise pop shoegaze. Thank you for putting me on because I never would have found but that. The, but the, <laughs> the album that came out is called Pas- Pasar de las Luces. Pasar de las luces. Okay. I'll play you some of the music later. Also, check, listen, watch on my blog if you haven't already. Oh, God. Can you just... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just wanted to shut that one out. How I can keep talking about it. <laughs> I'm crying now. Thank you. My who you got to this show um, called The Office. <laughs> I don't know he, if you've ever he actually is not lying. The office is. Just Yo, weird. that's that's what that's on my that stays on my Netflix. Stays on my Netflix. No lie. Um, but that's not my. <laughs> that's not my who you got. My who you got. Um, Nick Grant. I heard this song, Ninety Six Bulls. Uh, it was on my brows on Spotify when you do new music, like new, new Spotify. Yes. Yeah, like discover weekly. Or something? Well, so I listen to Spotify on my work computer, but then when I'm on my phone, I listen to Apple music. And then when I'm at home, I'll be on that title. 
You were so, you know so extra. And then, and then when he's what when he listens to SoundCloud, check out the Peep People SoundCloud. Page. Oh yeah, I got a Peep SoundCloud. So um, I don't have a dedicated like SoundCloud listening station. So I probably make that my, <laughs> folks, need to get on that. my folks home. Oh, I was gonna say an Alexa. An Alexa. Reptar listens to it. Oh, Reptar. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. what else about your who you got? Nick Grant, I haven't heard much of his music and like I felt bad because I was trying to peep some of it earlier because I would hate to say, yo, go listen to this song and then listen to his library and like the rest of it be whack. But from his lyrics, like I could tell that he probably wouldn't put anything out that's garbage. Um, So the only thing that I've heard of Nick Grant is 96 Bulls. And if anyone wants to clown on me for that, then screw you. But Tell it's a really dope song. <laughs> yeah, it's a really dope song. I'm gonna peep the rest of his tracks, and hopefully they're dope. Uh, I I don't have a doubt just because of the people that he's associated with that it would be quality music. But um, yeah, 96 Bulls. It's what I was jamming. It's what came on and caught my ear while I was peeping new music on Spotify here at work. And this is brought to you. <laughs> yeah, this was after I had finished Contagion, oh. though. <laughs> Oh my so. god! This is a terrible inside joke, you guys. I don't even. It actually started on this podcast, so it you did. know the yeah. Contagion joke, and I actually watched Contagion for Rafa's birthday. You did, and I'm really happy. I don't know that we announced that on the podcast, did I we? You were gonna film pull finally. us. Oh. Really? Sound effect for the fact that you watched Contagion. I'm so happy that you've watched. I I was shocked. I almost I had half a heart attack when you said I've never seen Contagion. And you I, was about like, to say, I, was, I never seen I heart, seen heart attack. attack. <laughs> <laughs> that I haven't. Thank God. I don't want to see yeah. it. Jesus. Um, Anyways, I'm glad that you saw it. So. I'm so glad I saw it too. It was a quality. Oh my film. God! That's your who you got? Yes, my quality kukaka. Who I got is <laughs> Contagion. 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 I don't know. No, it's not Contagion. Contagion was a very average, but I'm glad I watched it for you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's not the best. I, my I don't know who you is. got is Tremo. can you read it i can <laughs> oh my god i'm just kidding it's not that my who you got was yo she wrote michael jordan on the script y'all because <laughs> he, he said 96 bulls yeah uh it was jordan, gonna be the, the yodeling child because talent honey look it up but also it was gonna be on my block because mm-hmm. I watched a few episodes. I haven't finished it because I'm not a binge watcher because I don't have time for that. Binge. Like I wish I did. Binge. Uh, I do not binge watch as much as I'd like to. However, the show is hilarious. <clears throat> um, it's very fun to see black and brown kids thriving and being kids. And it's a funny show. It's a lot of fun. Super cute. Uh, I think... If you haven't watched it already, you should totally support it. I will talk more about it in depth once Rafa has seen it, so we can both discuss it. I will watch it by the next episode. Beautiful. Uh, I also just have been listening to La Santa Cecilia more because they're coming in a few weeks. And I know everybody already knows them, but maybe there's like one listener who doesn't. And if I could put somebody on to my girl Paquita del Barrio, I'd like to put like one person on to Santa Cecilia to do my fair Wait, do you mean that church out here in Oak Cliff? Yes, go. <laughs> Irish or whatever they are. Anyways, if you haven't already listened to La Santa Cecilia, definitely check them out. I feel like most of you have because we're all part of this like cool modern Latinx vibe. But maybe there's one person that hasn't. And if you haven't listened to her incredible vocals, 
and just everything. Can you please talk in that voice more often? Never ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Thus, that is the end of our show. We have our Who You Gots. That wraps it up for us here at The Colores Radio. We want to say thank you a million times to Savani Quintanilla, a.k.a. Principe Ku, for being with us and sharing some of his background with us. We look forward to all his continued success and wish him all the best always. Please, please come back to Dallas anytime. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us a darn review. We'd love to keep growing, so please share it with your family and friends or your priest. Don't do that. He'll hate me. Or make a little Instagram post or whatever. So last time, I was like, let's see if we can get to 50 reviews. Y'all are so real that within two days, y'all got that shit to 50 reviews. Y'all are out here for me. You are helping me. You're making me feel better. And I am just grateful that we have such great listeners. And I love you all. So thank you for doing that. All of y'all, all every y'all, single every listener, little one of you. So mm. we'd love to keep growing. So please share it with your family and friends or make a little Instagram post. I just said that. Let us know what your favorite part was. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. Buy your tickets to our one year anniversary event at marginwalkerpresents.com. I swear, like if y'all come, I will. If you want me to make you a drawing, I will do it. Anything. I will hug Yo, you. Yo, hurt Eva's drawing no, game. No, do not. Yo, I'm trash. I've never no. been able to draw in my life. If you hear this podcast <laughs> and you you like tweet me or IG DM mind, me no, to dude, post no. Eva's drawings. <laughs> I will literally post the latest sketch Please she gave me. Stop. It's I promise you. Yo. It's embarrassing. No, it's not. It's amazing. Rafa. Yo, hit me up directly. <laughs> Exile. E K Z I L E. Echo Ooh, Kilo Zulu India Lima Echo. Hit me up. I will send you. She's gonna start crying from laughing. So yo, no, it's dope. No, it's a great idea, but I cannot draw freehand. No, you're saying that, but when when I look at the drawing, I can sense like the emotion behind it, and it's dope. So <laughs> holler at me, great, but my yo, drawing is trash. She will draw something for you then, but I got drawings for you now. <laughs> holler at me. <laughs> No lie. It's so bad. It's so bad. Anyways, God dang it. (laughs) My whole life. Listen, I can draw if I have an image in front of me, but if I'm freehanding, it's complete garbage. It looks like from when I was in second grade. It's super lit. Nope. I hate how much you believe in me. (laughs) Um, We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at Exile, and Pat at Pat. <laughs> on Instagram. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. If you haven't already supported our man El Dusty, please, please, please go purchase his song. Yeah. Go purchase his other songs. Yeah. Go support our mans because he's out here he doing it working. for us and he is dope. Our audio editor is Jason Ramirez. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and your work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at thecoloriscollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for listening and join us again next time for The Colores Radio. The Colores Radio.